The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the best. Welcome to the Voice. Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro. And today we're going to talk about mastering B2B international SEO. Joining us is Wasif Kazim, who is the managing director of Online Marketing Gurus, an agency that specializes in SEO, AdWords, and social media advertising. OMG's model is built to put customers' success as their number one priority while having fun, being transparent, honest, and building real relationships that deliver business results. Yesterday, Waz and I talked about his B2B SEO essentials. And today we're going to talk a little bit about taking the B2B marketing approach and making sure that you're reaching an international audience. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's the second part of my conversation with Wazif Kazim, Managing Director of Online Marketing Gurus. Waz, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, guys. Good to be back. Good to have you back on the show. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about the B2B marketing strategy and specifically how you can take your SEO content and use it in a couple different places as a retention channel through email marketing. And also, you're going to do some paid promotion to make sure that you're getting your content syndicated everywhere you can. Today, I want to talk about one of the things that your company specializes, which is international reach. You're based in Australia. You have clients all around the world Talk to me about how you think about marketing content internationally. Yeah. So look, there's one thing that I believe in, and especially, and look, this is something that I probably spend the first two to three years doing in every organization that I've worked with that's wanting to become globally known, right? And look, HubSpot was an organization that did this really well. And as some of you listeners know, like they've absolutely, absolutely nailed everything SEO and content. So 
one of the things that they did with and something that have modeled some of my approach around is whenever you create content, create content that readers deeply care about and deeply struggle with. But that content needs to be globally relevant. So regardless of whether it's a person sitting in America, Norway, Korea, doesn't matter. You need to write that content in a manner that it addresses every single one of those people around the world. And that's where you start. When you start and try to make content, especially when you're starting that journey, locally relevant for every single part of the world that you want to be in, hope to be in, whatever it is, you end up spending too much time, money, and resources, and you don't get anywhere too fast. So number one, the first thing that we do, as I mentioned in the previous episode, like, you know, I start with say 10 or 15 blogs per month and look at highly relevant sort of pain points that customers have or things that they're trying to solve and write an in-depth article about each one of those points. So for instance, when we started off or when I started this organization a few years ago, I was a marketing manager myself or head of marketing in my previous role. One of the biggest things that I struggled with is should I enhance my SEO or outsource it and why? So walk me through the thought process and trade-offs between in-house SEO and outsourcing it for international SEO. 100%. So that was, in terms of the thought process there, in-housing is something that whenever I've been in past roles, like, you know, with the CEO or whoever it is, is like, cool, we need in-house SEO. However, as most people in the industry know, it's very difficult to find a good SEO. Like even when you're in agency role, you'll notice, and I've worked for a lot of agencies in the past, you hire an SEO, for some reason they don't work out and they're out the door. And there's a big kind of influx and outflux of SEOs due to various reasons and they don't work out. So in general, trying to find a good SEO is hard. But at the same time, you want to in-house it because there is a lot of benefits of having someone in-house because they're in the team, they understand the business, the learning curve is phenomenal there and, and they just absorb a lot more information. So the advantage of in-housing is just, you know, they're part of the team, communication is a lot easier. They work very tightly with every other marketer that you have on the team, whether it's whoever does the paid, whoever does the content, just communication is a lot better and results often get accelerated. So talk to me about some of the disadvantages. Yeah, the disadvantage of having an SEO in-house is it's hard to find that talent. So I've been in roles in the past where sometimes SEOs are, or no disrespect to anyone listening, are sometimes too SEO, especially today, like, you need an SEO, in my opinion, that not only completely understands SEO, but also understands aspects outside of SEO that's going to make the marketing campaign a success, right? How does SEO collaborate with content? How does SEO collaborate with paid channels? How does SEO collaborate with email marketing? And how do we all make all these things work together to get the results that we want? Finding that talent is not easy. So the main disadvantage of trying to get someone in-house is, number one, it's hard to find that person. And number two, often you'll bring that person in, find they're not the right fit, and you need to cycle them out. And number three, when you do have someone in-house, it's really hard sometimes for one person to keep across all the changes that Google does in a year. And they make a lot of changes in a year. So this is where the other option is to look at an agency where because of the nature that they work with 500 plus clients, they're across a lot of these changes a lot more so than an individual in a team because they come across a huge breadth of different types of clients. Like you can be like, you know what, this algorithm update impacted finance, but it did not impact retail. Whereas someone in one organization in the SEO team won't have that breadth of information. 
that's the advantage of an agency. Does that make sense, man? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, I think the thing that sticks out to my mind, whether you're in-house or outhouse, for lack of a better term, whether you're hiring your SEOs in-house or outsourcing it, yep. when you think about international SEO is how is the content that you're creating going to be received by people in different markets? And, you know, who is writing that content very often understands how it will be received. Uh If someone has local experience in a market, they're going to understand how to communicate with the people there. Uh When you're writing content that's meant to be universal for the entire world, obviously no one lives in the entire world. How do you think about getting the tone correct so it is approachable to anyone? <laughs> yeah, it's such a good point. So, you know, earlier I was talking about how you need to create content that's kind of universal and applies to everyone in the world, right? Especially when you're starting off. How do you make sure that the tone and even some of the language used is relevant locally? So, step one, you create that piece of content that you feel, whether I'm sitting in Australia, I've created a piece of content that I feel will be relevant to the States. And then, step two, you need to like leverage on an employee in the United States, and if you don't have an employee, a friend, or get someone an Upwork that's a writer, et cetera, in the States or whatever country you want to target to review that article as well. For instance, like, you know, we might call, I don't know, you guys call flippers over there, like the stuff that you wear on your feet, right? Over here, we call the same thing sandals, for instance. So you got to make sure that it's locally relevant. So that's what you do. So you create that piece of content, you SEO optimize it, and then you share it with a local representative and then they will review it and then tweak it and then you launch it in that part of the world. Time for a one minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So as an agency working on international SEO, you know, when your clients come and say that they don't have a specific market that they are broadly targeting, that they're trying to reach everyone in the world or they're relevant, do you advise them to pick specific markets that are the largest markets and write for them? Or are you trying to basically create content that you know is universally approachable? Look, in general, like our advice would be, where do you make the most money first? Let's focus on that region first, right? So for example, if an organization naturally has most of its customers in the United States, 
then we would focus on ensuring that their SEO efforts in the United States has a fantastic ROI to begin with. So we'll let that run for three to six months. And then whilst we're doing that, we'll look at, okay, where is this organization, again, organically picking up traffic from? So we jump on a GA, look at, cool, they have, you know, say 80% of their customers are coming from the United States, but wait, there's 20% of traffic from Australia. So, you know, Mr. Client, Mrs. Client, like we recommend that you guys put some effort into Australia, judging purely by GA. What do you guys think? Have you ever looked in that market before? And based on what they say on that discussion, we'd end up launching campaigns into Australia and kind of making it work there as well and create content specifically for Australia, similar to what we had kind of mentioned before. It'd be, again, globally relevant content, but it would be tweaked to, you know, Australian language and whatnot. But I think the other thing that's really important when we're having these international SEO discussions, and this is probably the first thing that we actually end up talking about, is getting the foundational aspects and foundational strategy right. Again, like luckily I've, in past roles, I've had the opportunity to work in businesses that, and even now, that kind of work in 10 to 15 different locations globally. Like I worked for this startup that had like 30 different websites globally and I had to look at how to optimize every single websites for the regions that they existed in and another startup that had like 15 different locations globally. But the first thing that you need to start with is the website structure. So what I mean by that is, are you going to go with country-level domains? So as an example, a country-level domain could be something like apple.sg versus a subdomain, which is sg.apple.com versus a subfolder, which is apple.com slash sg. Right. And each one of these approaches has its own unique pros, has its own unique cons as well. But this is where you need someone with that depth of experience who has launched a lot of these global campaigns in the past. And often I find that agencies have come in handy for me over here because I haven't done these things before. And I need someone who has to educate me with the pros and cons of each aspect. So you need to figure out which structure you want to take. And depending on the structure that you take, you know, you know country-level domain versus subdomain versus subfolder, your SEO strategy and content strategy and paid social strategy and all those channels will need to match that strategy. That's number one. And then secondly, based on that strategy, you got to look at the local search volumes as well. And what gets a lot of searches, and a great example is in Australia, people search for SEO companies or they search for SEO Sydney because I live in Sydney and it's one of two of the highest like search terms when people are trying to find an SEO agency. Whereas in the States, people don't say SEO company, they say SEO firm, right? So you need to target the local version of the keyword search. And this is where for every single actual region, you'll have to do keyword searches and find out what is the highest traffic search or search volumes, as well as which things are being searched for that you actually want to focus on because you won't have budget to focus on pretty much everything under the sun. You only need to pick the top three or four keywords you want to rank for per region. And often that would vary a lot based on the local searches and decide to make a play for that. So those two things are really important in terms of like a general foundational SEO strategy. Obviously, international SEO is a very nuanced topic where it depends on what your products are, what your domain authority is, what staff you have on your team, your ability to communicate not only in multiple locations, but also in multiple language. Waz, I appreciate you walking us through your thoughts on international SEO. Thanks for coming on and being a guest on our show. 
Thank you very much, guys. Okay. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Waz Kazim, Managing Director of Online Marketing Gurus. If you're interested in contacting Waz, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is Wazif Kazim, W-A-S-I-F-K-A-S-I-M. Or you could visit his company's website, which is onlinemarketinggurus.com.au. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, just head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions. You can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you could always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter. And my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish episodes every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data. 